right. Yes, yes, y'all. And you don't stop. Back at it here. Running with War, a special edition of Running with War. And we will be complete in a minute here. Okay. There's our homeboy Chris to fill out the screen. But uh, as you see, Chris there, Drew Stevens, and Joshua M. Hicks all on board for another episode, a special episode of Running With War. This is uh, what we're going to call our bracket special. We uh, All four of us here are going to go over the uh, NCAA tournament bracket and give you picks that we will have for all the regions up until the final four and all that. And we're doing this as part of a group that we have uh, that I created for our war media brethren and sistren. And uh, got a little money on the line too, as well as some bragging rights. I'm putting up some some of my STEMI money <laughs> to show appreciation to all of our, our good people here at war. But I'm I'm still in I'm still in the sweepstakes myself. So if I win, I'm taking that fifty. But uh, the other fifty will be up for grabs, but uh, as well. But uh, you know, hey, I may not get none of it. You know, you never know with these brackets. Like Drew Drew said before we came on, you know, he he ain't paid much attention outside of Illinois and. You know, I don't know how much attention Chris and Josh has paid. I paid a fair amount of attention, but uh, not as much maybe as in most years. But uh, you know, hey, that's like I like I, I said to Drew. You know, that's part of the fun of this. You know, it. You know, you 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 make your picks. You you know, go by your gut sometimes, intuition, and you know, it's all a gamble in the end anyway. You know, you these kids. These kids so often they they just don't play by the script, you know. They they do their own thing, and that's that's what March is about, you know. A lot of fun upsets, a lot of unexpected moments, uh, memorable moments, and uh, you know, hopefully we'll get that this year uh, as part of the uh, the excitement of the tournament, part of everything that's going on. It's a, not a usual tournament, you know. It's enclosed to the Indianapolis area or you know a couple other other towns in in indiana but uh you know they apparently all the schools have got in uh there was a couple of schools that worried about virginia being one of them that uh they were worried about maybe not being able to get into the tournament because of COVID stuff but uh apparently reports have come across this afternoon that they're in there and all the uh, 68 teams that planning on playing in the tournament will be available. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's a good enough start for the tournament. And uh, Thursday they'll have their play-in games, their uh, first four games, and then Friday the official uh, tournament will start. So we'll just be, you know, like I said, going across here, all four of us uh, with our brackets, and um, we'll check up with the results on, on my later shows going uh, into next week and, and, and so forth. Uh, uh, everybody who you see on uh, war programming, 
is uh, eligible for the tournament. I don't know how I mean, as eligible for the challenge. I don't know how many are going to get their brackets in, but uh, you know, uh, the second city sports people, of course, uh, Ken and um, and Ryan from uh, you know, that Davis show, uh, hopefully they'll be involved in it as well. I sent out invites to all of them, but you know, maybe next year we'll have a public thing, you know, and uh, maybe we'll get a audience, get members from our audience in as well. I think I'd like that, but uh, we'll see. But for now, it's just us, and we are going to play out our little drama in front of you. So uh, I don't know who wants to go first. I was, I want to see. Uh, hopefully, you guys can share your screens and uh, share your brackets as you go along. That's part of the plan here. But uh, any of you guys want to step up and go first? Sure. I mean, I don't. I don't mind as long as I figure out how to share my screen. Um, you might have to enable it. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's like Zoom, Kyle. Let me see. I think maybe. I think I see. I see. I see. That's gonna let's see if I do it, it's gonna share my screen. What's it? All right, we'll do it like this then, because uh, cause Josh, you can't you can't just share you you can't click on share on on yours. I mean, I am. Uh, I I mean, I did that technically, but I have to uh, go through my settings and change all these settings, and I have to get out of Google Chrome for it to update and work and all this type of stuff. Okay, having me do the most with it. Uh, let me let me see. I'll okay. I'll share my screen then, and uh, screw it. I'll go first, <laughs> and then uh, when when you guys when we when you guys go with your picks, we'll just uh, do it via my screen. We'll just go over, you know, go over via my screen and my bracket. But it'll be, it'll be y'all picks. Y'all just announce your picks. Cool. Let me see. Okay. Like I'm, I'm doing my bracket right now, so. Yeah, that's that's fine. Uh, Drew, Drew and Josh out. What's happening with Drew and Josh? Uh, you guys good? I saw gang. Okay. Yep, yep. <sighs> All right. 
It'd be good if you could. I think on some other ones they have it where you can zero in on the on the regions. I just did ESPN because I have some familiarity with it. What up? Let me let me zoom in. Ohio Bobcats. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm starting. Starting in the West, the number one overall seed, Gonzaga. I'm going with – y'all can see good? Yes, sir. All right. I'm going with Gonzaga over the six. They got a plan. But um, that's – no, not going to really matter there. Gonzaga. You don't believe in Norfolk State like that? <laughs> I mean, you Kyle know, I, I love, I'd love to show some love to HBCU or whatever, but – you know, they always get put in this position, man. But uh, uh let me move over. Hey, the first round, first round in the West where I'm at, OU and Missouri. Let me go with OU, Creighton, and UC Santa Barbara. Creighton, man, they look they look pretty whack against Georgetown in that. In that uh, Big East tournament, for, oh really? Final. Okay. But uh, I think I'm, I I, I want to go with the upset here, but I think I'm gonna pick another. I'm gonna pick a twelve somewhere else, so I'm gonna just go with the five here. Now Ohio, I like Ohio here. Ohio plays. They got a cat named Jason Preston, a real dangerous, dangerous guy. Yeah. Down. And um, you know, they gave Illinois some run real early in the year, mm -hmm. so I, I, you know, they could score Ohio. So I'm gonna get, I'm gonna have them for the upset. USC uh, against a playing team, Wichita and Drake. Uh, oh, that's a little old uh, MVC matchup there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, like, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I like. I'm gonna go with USC though. Evan Mobley, the uh, big. Uh, NBA prospect there, and uh, they'll go against Kansas and Oregon VCU. Oregon, Iowa may may uh, have some problems with this first round. Uh, Bryce Drew coaching that Grand uh, Grand Canyon University. They, I know they Grand Canyon used to just be known for their commercials and stuff, but they uh. They post. I guess they got a, a squad now. But when did they I, fire Dan Marley? Yeah, they did. Marley did used to coach, didn't he? I I'm not sure when, but I, that's a step up to me though. Because I mean, Marley, yeah, I think Bryce, was, Bryce first, was a bit better. Yeah, I think Marley that was his first coaching job or something. But yeah, but they just you know they just did that because he was you know, they had that Phoenix area, so that was like you know, let's get an old son to coach, you know. Mm. But uh. Yeah, they. I think they they got a little program down down there, but I think I was gonna take them. And uh, continuing on in the West, Gonzaga, kind of hard to pick against them this early. Uh, I'm going Ohio again to the Sweet Sixteen, a nice little Cinderella run for them. USC and KU. Uh, I just go with KU because. Not all of the blue bloods are going to be whack, I guess. And 
I'm no, I'm sorry, Iowa, but I'm I, I like I'm I'm confident in the Big Ten teams, but I'm not. You know, I think one of y'all are gonna fall off a little bit. And I'm gonna go with Iowa this at uh, for these for the moment. Put Oregon in the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, go back to Gonzaga, Ohio. I think Gonzaga will in that Cinderella run. And uh, Oregon, eh, I, I heard they got some players up there. I'm not too familiar with them to really speak with detail. Uh, Dana Alvin's a solid coach, though. Yeah, Dana Alvin, yeah, he is. I mean, you know, um, of course, Bill Self. Uh, you know, he he can he can under he can underperform though with his guys uh, from time to time in March, but I'll give them the benefit of the doubt this time and have them get to the final, uh, the Elite Eight, the regional final. And again, it, it's really nobody wants to really pick Gonzaga, you know, for an upset outside of the Final Four. I'm not going to be that bold to do it, at least not in this bracket. Uh, so I'll go with Gonzaga to win the West region. And uh, well, we'll go with, I said, we'll go region to region. Then we'll do the final four. And um, so let me move over to the South. Baylor and Hart. Uh, shoot, is that Hartford or? No, it man. Baylor, <laughs> UAC and Wisconsin. <laughs> I don't disrespect them like that. <laughs> it is a 16 seed, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. People, people did that to Bradley when they played Michigan State. Like, why are we playing a, a school named after my little brother and shit? And then Bradley nearly won that bad boy. But well, yeah, y'all were the 16 seed, though. It, it, it was Hartford. It was Hartford. Okay. It is Hartford. See? Shout out to Connecticut. Y'all yeah. going, y'all going back to Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> USC and Wisconsin, man. Ah, I, I think USC is playing well enough in in the later half of the year. I I want to I want to pick Wisconsin like on the, on some scrappy pro Big Ten stuff, but USC got to have enough players and athletes to overcome those guys. So I get them to advance. Villanova is is really ripe for the upset. Their top player is out. Mm. A lot of people like Winthrop, uh, you know, the, who, you know, the people who really watch college basketball say, and I think they, they're like 23 and one this year. Yeah. Not, you know, one that will just swallow the wins are against, but they got a six, seven point guard, too. Six, yeah, right. Well, they might provide some matchup problems, man. But that's, yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. That's, that's definitely 112 that I'm going with. I got some, uh, if I can interrupt you for a second, some quick. NBA breaking news. Uh, the Bucks are about to get PJ Tucker for a 2022 first round pick um, for the Rockets to the Rockets. So PJ Tucker's yeah. going to the to Milwaukee. But they're giving they're giving up a 2022 first round pick for Tucker. So it's going to be the the Bucks are receiving PJ Tucker and. Um, their 2022 first round pick back from the Rockets for two players in a 2023 first rounder, according to Woj. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, Bucks, Bucks want some re reinforcements. I mean, 
I was wondering with someone. I was wondering who was gonna get on Tucker, you know. But uh, yeah, I mean that helps him a bit with the with the toughness and the uh, mm-hmm. you know get those. You know he could help with the rebounding and everything and defense. So yep. they don't need they don't really need scoring help. So he, nah. he pretty much does a lot of what they what they would need. Otherwise, mm-hmm. yeah, good move for them. Yeah, maybe knock down some a, a three here or there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Thank you for the update, Drew. No problem, no problem. <laughs> that Drew on Drew the, on the up, Drew on the update desk for us. Drew Wojnarowski. <laughs> Drew no, Drew Wojnarowski. Right, yeah. Drew Drew bomb. Drew bombs. Uh, back to the bracket. I got a uh, Purdue over North Texas. They got some nice. They got nice jerseys though. Got mean green the mean right green. across it. Yeah, you know anybody who know that that uh, that old movie. Uh, what's that? What's that? The soccer Nec- movie. Necessary roughness. Oh, the um, is that the joint with um Goldie Hawn? Um, or no, was it um was it Roseanne? I think Roseanne is in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh. Hey, who's on board is in the lead? See, so yeah, I, I have to dig that up. That's a yeah, that's an old early '90s movie though. You, you have to be really in the sports movies to know that. But uh, Texas Tech and Utah State. Uh, I just go for a random upset here. Texas Tech, you know they they play some tough ball in in the Big Twelve, but. I'm gonna just go to random upset Utah State. I don't think either one of those teams are gonna go through. But uh, Arkansas and Colgate get Arkansas to advance. Florida and Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech is pretty trendy pick. I'll ride with them. You know, Ohio State can't pick them. Uh, coming out too early. Uh, going against uh, Oral Roberts, but uh. Yeah, Ohio State, they, they impressed me in their games with Illinois and everything. So, you know, they got to go at least to a round of uh, 32. But uh, Baylor, North Carolina, Baylor got too much for Carolina. Went through to Purdue. Uh, I rep with Purdue, Big Ten. Uh, they got that big, they got that young big man in there, Williams, I believe, too. So he'll probably be a, a little bit too much for, Will, for Wingate. A Winthrop to handle. Uh, Arkansas had them advance, and Ohio State, and don't really have any reason to go against Ohio State. Baylor. Some people I've seen, I see like on the, on ESPN, so some people will pick Purdue to get to the Final Four. I don't know if they. I, I don't know if I could get them to the final four. Baylor, I say Baylor got some. I don't. I know they got some good college players. I don't know how many future pros they got. So I'm kind of torn with this one. Maybe this will be a good game, a good competitive game. I'll go with Baylor in the end, and I'm actually going to go with Ohio State as a second. Big Ten team. I think you can guess who my other Big Ten team that'll make the Final Four will be. But uh, 
I'm gonna go with Ohio State to the final final four and uh take it down to the Midwest. Illini, of course, over Drexel and sets up the matchup that I'm hating in the second round, but you know, we gotta see it, we gotta see it happen. We gotta have the battle of Rogers Park and Champagne. And see how many see who I say the north side gonna be gonna be acting the fool. There's gonna be some bars acting quite a few bars getting torn up on Sunday with uh with this matchup going. That Loyola, Illinois. Yeah. But uh I'll get back to that. That's why I picked Georgia Tech. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I, I would hate, I would hate for Loyola to, to mess it up, man. To be like, that'll be just as foul as them having to lose, you know, the second round. But that that could happen. Said, yeah, I think actually some people said that Georgia Tech has a really good chance of beating Loyola, or some of them has chosen Georgia Tech over Loyola. From what yeah, I've yeah. Seen or heard. It's, I mean, it's funny because they, they do look like they're a pretty good team. You know, they won the ACC. But they they also didn't have to play two games in the tournament because of COVID stuff. So it's like I don't know, you know. But uh, I'm I'm going with Loyola out of Loyola, Loyola out of loyalty to Chicago, uh, Tennessee, Oregon State. Oregon State pulled off for upset, winning the uh, Pac-12 tourney. But uh, Tennessee out here has got a a lot of good talent. A uh, pretty good defense, defensive play and stuff. Oklahoma State, I think you know pro NBA people definitely up on K Cunningham. I'm looking for him to at least take, you know, giving giving away my my next pick. I'm but I'm looking for K to give them a run at least to the Sweet Sixteen. So I got them beating Liberty, uh, San Diego State, Syracuse. Uh, Syracuse is getting some picks here. I'm seeing. Uh, I don't know. Oh man, I go with Syracuse. And uh, Moorhead State and West Virginia. Uh, as much as I love the name Moorhead, uh, you know West Virginia. You know they they typically got some tough guys. They're typically a tough out body. Huggins. Uh, you know, has the team ready. I think he's set up for his, his 900th win as in his career, too. I think this would be his 900th win, so uh, they, they're going to get that for him. Uh, Rutgers, I like Rutgers. I'm, I'm, I was looking at this one from Sunday, talking with Sid and uh, Lakina. I, I got Rutgers beating Clemson in this one and that one. And uh, Houston over Cleveland State. Uh, some people like Cleveland State. And uh, actually, some people, I, I've heard that that coach is a candidate, maybe a candidate for the DePaul job. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, Cleveland State, uh, you know, pretty, you know, pretty good team won the uh, the Horizon League. But uh, you know, I, I don't think they'll have enough for Houston on this day. Uh, going to the second round, you know, I Illinois and. It's, I, I really, I'm, I'm, I'm a love seeing the matchup between Cameron Crutwig and Kofi Coburn. Kofi, gonna t you know what, man? If I may interject. Go ahead. <laughs> I know that people always say you, you, um, 
if your team doesn't make it, you cheer for your conference, your division, your league, whatever. But we ain't with all that, man. I'm not <laughs> I'm not a Loyola fan, and here's why. Porter Moses is a good coach, man. You know what I'm saying? They've had good squads since the Final Four team. They've had a good squad since before that. Um, remember David Bailey uh, back in the day uh, scooting around. He was, I think, like 5'6", and he was a out, flat-out scorer for Loyola back in the day. And Crutwig is, Crutwig is a beast. My man ain't going to the league, though. College is, <laughs> college is going to be the height of his times, and that time is going to end quick because Kofi Coburn, a.k.a. the real baby Shaq, <laughs> you saw what he did to Luca Garza last weekend. Oh, yeah. And that, you know, for all of his talents, they, uh, as Cheryl, our friend Cheryl raced out, said his basketball like he was off the charts, Cameron Quetwig. Kofi is going to wipe him out. He defended that man Garza from the from the paint to the perimeter, and they operate Crutwig out of the high post. When he gets low, Kofi's playing solid defense. The only hope they have is if they get him in foul trouble because then he could push around uh, Bishanishvili uh, a little bit. But it's going to be too merch, man. It's going to be too merch, and I love it because that Loyola squad, I had to see them all the time. After I broke up with my ex-girl who went to Loyola, <laughs> right afterwards, I had to see Loyola for a month. And I'm not trying to see Loyola again, man. I'm not trying to do it. So, Ayo, Ayo! And my man Andre Curbelo are going to wipe them off the map. Sister Jean, you go ahead and, and head back home. <laughs> Chris, Chris's heart is like an icebox right now. Man, man. You see it. Man. Omarion. Omarion, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I wish I had so as, as much uh, motivation as as Chris has <laughs> this pick, but I'm simply going to say you know that Illinois is the better team. You know, like I said, I didn't want to see this matchup this early. You know, I would have rather them you know possibly meet in the Final Four or at least in the in the sec second weekend or something. But you know, I CBS did this. I think you know, f to get a ratings boost on, on the first weekend, I think. So, you know, uh, we, we, you know, we, uh, Loyola just has to be put on the, on the, on the sacrificial land uh, side of things. And, you know, there's no stopping Illinois this early in the tournament. Uh, I got, like I said, Oklahoma State, I got them making, you know, it's not just Cade Cunningham on their team. They got other talent on their team. So, you know, I, I think by hook or by crook, they're going to make it. But I think Kate is going to establish himself further as the, you know, the prohibitive number one pick in the coming NBA draft. And uh, Syracuse and West Virginia, uh, no, I wonder how, you know, that's an old Big uh, big East matchup there. Uh, but uh, two different conferences now. Uh, Syracuse, you know, like to throw out that that zone, that matchup zone, and you know they do funny things in in the tournament. But uh, I, I'm gonna go with West Virginia there. And Rutgers, you know they got Ron Howard, uh, Ron Howard, <laughs> Ron Harper Jr. Uh, and uh, so they got some guys over there, at Rutgers. But I think Houston uh, is gonna pass them. Uh, Illinois, of course, got to keep going with Illinois. They'll find a way to contain 
Cade with the, you know, some of that. They got some different matchups they could throw with him with the guards. And uh, Houston, no, I'm going to go with West Virginia. West Virginia in the final. But uh, it's academic, Illinois to the final four. And, okay, that's my, that's my final four so far. Last region, Michigan, they're going to get through at least one game. But they got their guy Livers is injured. They've been, you know, a little beat up. I think uh, it's going to be hard for me to see them getting out of this region. But, uh, we'll, you know, we'll play that out in a minute here. LSU and uh, God, who was who was that? Oh, St. Bonaventure. Okay, St. Bonaventure's got some looks, but I like L- again. I'm sort of leaning towards teams with with some NBA talent. Cameron Thomas is a future pro. He's he's a baller. Uh, they had another kid, Watford, who was uh, pretty good. I'm gonna go with LSU and uh, Colorado Joyce. That's my other twelve here. I'm going. I'm speaking with my heart a little bit on this when Georgetown really impressed me in the Big East. You know, they're doing it for Big John. You know, they go, they're representing him right now. I think they're going to get a turn, at least one tournament win for him. FSU, you know, we know uh, they got a lot of talent down there. They, you know, Leonard Hamilton likes to throw uh, different rotations out at people. He doesn't have one guy who really is the turf was really held up to do anything or, uh, you know, has to do anything. They they come at you in waves, you know, so I uh, figure they'll have enough to get past uh, North Carolina, Greensboro, I believe. Uh, BYU, a lot of people looking at BYU as an upset victim, potentially Michigan State and UCLA playing in the playing game. Winner of that one, I think whoever wins that one, I think will beat BYU. That's yeah. one of the few teams I actually saw late, and BYU looked good against St. Mary's. I think they were they were playing one night when I was at the gym in the West Coast Conference tournament. Okay, uh, so it's it's a little, but it's only it's the one game I saw, and I, I don't know who's been. Uh, they've made the tournament at least twice since Jimmer was there, so they're consistent, you know, coming out of the West Coast, which has gotten better every year because it used to be Gonzaga and St. Mary's. And yeah, now it's been, BYU. Yeah, yeah they, they've been pretty good in the last several years. Like you said, from from Jimmer sort of woke that program up. And, you know, I, I just – I said, I, I may be speaking to, with ignorance here, but, you know, I, I just you – you know, Michigan State is a team that you really don't want to bet against typically. Right. In, That's what I was thinking too. March. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I just think they'll at least have enough to get – through these two games, you know, if UCLA beats them, I think they'll. I would. I would bet them against BYU too. So, you know, that's just what I'm gonna go with. But uh, I like Texas in this region. Um, let's see, who are they? God, what's that? Uh, what's that school? I think it's Abilene Christian. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's another Texas school of. Uh, of Actually, mm-hmm. not quite the Illinois uh, Loyola matchup, but I like Texas, uh, Maryland, and UConn. Uh, a lot. Some people are going with Maryland on this one. Maryland has had the Big Ten D, uh, Defensive Player of the Year. 
You know, I, you know, any team coming from the Big Ten, I think, has an edge this year because of the competition from the conference overall. And um, I'll go with I'll, I'll go with Maryland. I think the Big Ten is going to at least in this first first weekend is going to play pretty well as a conference. And uh, Alabama and Iona, Iona has Rick Pitino back in the tournament. You know, watch out for your your waitresses and the uh, oh <laughs> in the in the Italian restaurants in Indianapolis, y'all. But uh, I, I I don't know. He I guess hopefully he'll be on his best behavior. I don't think his his guys will have enough for Alabama though. They seem to have a a very upset strippers. That's all I ask. So don't bring the strippers. Yeah, and they yeah. Pay the strippers. This is yeah, this. <laughs> they'll they'll have they'll have time to play with them after uh, they lose to Alabama. They won't be spending too much time in Indy. <laughs> but uh, going to the second round, I gosh, this could be a pretty good matchup with Michigan and LSU. I'm gonna give Michigan the benefit of the doubt having them in the Sweet 16, and they'll go against. FSU, okay, can't, can't say that Georgetown. I've actually seen a lot. You can because you can see the Big East teams on Fox. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, <laughs> we can't, can't get those Pac-12 games here. Right, right. So it's like I re- I remember those games earlier in the season where it was like, man, what's up with this team? But they, maybe they are in playing their best ball right now. But I just don't I just don't see them. Maybe if they still had Matt McClung and, and those guys from last year, maybe. But I think they'll. I don't think they'll have enough. I think they'll they'll lose steam by this FSU game, and uh, yeah, that'll be it for them. Um, same uh, same thing. I'll go with the playing winner. I think Texas will get to the uh, Sweet Sixteen, and they'll face Alabama. And I like Texas and. Florida State for the regional, and I will go with Texas to win the region. Shaka Smart knows how to finally does it. I think he gets. Yeah, I think he gets to the Final Four here. I think he because did he get that with VCU? Yeah, he made it with VCU. Yeah, yeah, he got the Texas Texas job, and he's been kind of disappointing, but he stayed on, and he's had some talent there. They just haven't made deep runs if i recall right i think the furthest that he's gotten is the sweet 16 right right so yeah he's yeah like you say he's been a little disappointing probably as far as texas goes as far as texas you know feels you know for themselves but i, I yeah i think this year would be i think they got a good draw here and uh this would be a year for them to get to the final four and you know reestablish themselves but uh, no way to beat Gonzaga. Uh, Gonzaga gets to the final. Illinois, and I gotta go with Illinois. I want to see. This is what I want to see. Is what I'm hoping to see. You know, I, I can't base it off of anything other than it's what I want to see. But uh, you know, again, Illinois has they've had more wins against top competition than anybody in the nation this year. They have two pros. Their team that you know, these are two. Well, these are two programs in who both 
feel that they are long overdue with uh, national championships. But uh, Gonzaga, you know, they've been much more uh, in, in, in they've been much more in the whole in the in the ranks of the top teams in recent years, and they'll be playing for history too. They'll be trying to be the first team since I believe the '77 Indiana squad to try to go undefeated for a whole season. But uh, which that would be pretty, you know, pretty poetic if Illinois could stop them because Illinois, you know, they were. Like they had one loss going into the final in 05. And, you know, uh, you know, I, I just, I just, I have to, this has to happen, I think. So, uh, Illinois is my favorite, is my favorite and my winner in my bracket. And uh, I just entered these random contests that I know I won't win. <laughs> and, uh, I'll go with an 83 77 final score and those are my picks what is this okay this is my stuff but anyway ESPN got all my info anyway so <laughs> but let's see I hope I didn't take up too much time but if you guys want to go uh, go with your picks, I can, like I said, keep the keep the screen up with the, each region and stuff. And you guys want to just go over your picks, or if you, you know, however you want to do it, it's fine. If you want to just skip to the final four, or whatever, you know, feel free. I'm slowly but surely making it. I got my I got my bottom half of the bracket done. Uh, the East and the Midwest. Drew, you guys have, have y'all even filled y'all's out yet? Yeah. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Mine's done. Okay. Virginia's so inconsistent, man. Uh, so you want you want to go there, Josh? Since you say you're done? Yeah, yeah, I'll go. Um Starting off in the West region, I definitely have Gonzaga winning. Uh, first round, I got Gonzaga, Oklahoma being Missouri. Um, I have Creighton beating USB. I have Ohio beating Virginia. USC beating the winner of, what I guess it's Wichita versus Drake. Yeah. Um, I have Kansas beating East Washington. Oregon being VCU. And I do have Iowa beating Grand Canyon. Um, and then I have, moving forward to the next round, I have Gonzaga beating Oklahoma, Ohio beating Creighton, uh, Kansas beating USC, and Iowa beating Oregon. And then to, I believe this is the Sweet 16 component of it, you got Gonzaga um, beating Ohio. I have... Iowa beating Kansas, and Gonzaga and Iowa square off to where Gonzaga is going to go to the Final Four. Um, for the okay. South, for the South, I have Baylor beating Hartford, Wisconsin beating North Carolina, um, Winthrop beating Villanova, 
uh, Purdue beating North Texas. I do have Texas Tech beating Utah State. Arkansas beating Colgate and Virginia Tech beating Florida and Ohio State beating Oral Roberts. Um, Baylor's going to beat Wisconsin in the next round. I got Purdue beating Winthrop. I have Arkansas beating Texas Tech and Ohio State beating Virginia Tech. So then I have Ohio State beating Arkansas um, and Baylor beating Purdue. And I have an upset where Ohio State is going to beat Baylor. Okay. That's what I got to. Um, going east, I have Michigan beating the winner of Texas. I think it's Texas Southern and um, I forgot the other team. Uh, but I have Michigan winning that game. I have LSU beating St. Bonaventure. I have Georgetown beating Colorado. I have Florida State beating UNC Greensboro. I have I expect Michigan State to beat UCLA, and therefore I have Michigan State beating BYU. Um, I have Texas beating a Bill Christian, Maryland beating UConn, and Alabama being beating Iona. Then I have the next round: Michigan beating LSU. I have Georgetown beating Florida State as an upset. I have Texas beating Michigan State, and I have Alabama beating Maryland. Michigan will uh, will have the you know the, the the round of you know Juwan Howard playing against Patrick Ewing, all, all representing their alma maters in the coaching game. But Michigan's gonna pull that one off. Oh, that'd be interesting. And I have Alabama beating Texas. So it's Michigan versus Alabama, and I have Michigan going to the Final Four. And the Midwest, I have Illinois beating Drexel. Loyola by a smidget beating Georgia Tech. Uh, Tennessee beating Oregon State. Oklahoma State beating Liberty. Syracuse beating San Diego State. West Virginia beating Moorhead State. Rutgers beating Clemson. Houston beating Cleveland State. Uh, the next round, I do have U of I sending a, a little brother, little uh, Loyola Chicago goodbye. I have Tennessee beating Oklahoma State. I have Syracuse beating West Virginia. And I have Houston beating Rutgers. Houston will then in the next round beat Syracuse. I will have then I have Illinois beating U of I. I mean U of I beating Tennessee. U of I beats Houston. So my final four ends up being Gonzaga and Michigan and Ohio State and Illinois. I have Gonzaga beating Michigan, U of I beating Ohio State. And I have U of I winning with a final score of 66 to 63. That's a little low score, I think, but I like the result. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be a tough game. I think it's going to be a tough defensive battle. Okay, cool. I'm Josh, Josh riding with me pretty much same final four, except he got uh, Michigan and I got Texas coming out of the east. But uh, same result in the end there. Okay. Uh, who wants to go next? I can go, man. I'm going to just skip it on right now to the uh, to the Final Four, man. Um, so I got uh, Gonzaga coming out the West and FSU, Florida State, coming out the East on one side. Then I've got Baylor and Illinois 
representing the South and the Midwest. Um, I think like you guys, I got Gonzaga and Illinois in the final. Illinois winning, 87-86. I think it's going to come down to some sort of last play. And the fighting Illini take it home, bring it on back to Champaign. Okay. So we got to – I got to – I'm going to have to tag uh, the Illinois heads in, uh, <laughs> in some of our social media with this. When we got three or, three or four, mm -hmm. I'm guessing we're going to see a little differentiation with Chris. Yeah. And I'm sure because I got three – I see I got three number ones going to the final four. I'm sure that ain't going – that ain't holding up. Yeah, that's kind of tough. That's <laughs> I, I watched. I watched the uh, ESPN had like a, a nice bracket special uh, yesterday. Like it was, it was based around uh, uh, Jay Billis, and they had other people from ESPN. You saw that, Drew? No, nah, no. Nah, I just I know he came out and did his. He had a yeah. bracket. Uh, yeah, but they was comparing brackets from all the people on ESPN and stuff. But uh, but I, but Billis said like if you have, you know, yeah, it's, it's not. You know, typically not gonna see three number ones, but if you do pick or all number ones, definitely. But if you pick though, and you get two out of four, you know, you still at least got the two in that you know, <laughs> you know two. You got the two, you know, that you pick. So yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, it's you know, picking three is is is, is tricky because you can you may fall out of line and get only one, but. Then, then, and, and we all know, like you get that one person, that one team in the final four, how hard it is to sit through the final four because it's like, you know, it, you could you could either finish like if if you be in a group or whatever, you can either finish at the top of your group or be like five hundred for something if if your if your team loses, you know. So, you know, that, you know, that's like I said again, that's the fun of it with these brackets, but uh. Uh, let's see, Josh. I don't know what you good. <laughs> you on mute? Yeah, my bad. It's a you know I'm a, I'm back at the a different location as far as or a different location where I normally would do my recordings at. So there's action going on behind the scenes. Okay. All right. Well, Chris, man, uh, you know how you how you want to go through it, man? How, how you want to go over? I had the last, like Drew, Drew reminded me that I picked a lot of number one teams to make the, the regional finals. And while I can't really bet against Gonzaga and Illinois, like I, I took Illinois to the final four because it's, it's law. It's law in the state. <laughs> if, they're, if they're this good, you pick them to make the final four. Right. I'm, I'm kind of waffling on. Let me go through the first round. Uh, up and down. So number one seeds make it out. Uh, no disrespect to Appalachian State and Norfolk or Hartford. Hartford. Uh, Drexel. I like Drexel. They've had some uh, teams in the past, like way in the past, that were decent. And then Mount St. Mary's and Texas Southern. Mount St. Mary's got the team in the, um, in the women's tournament, too. So shout out to all the schools who made both tournaments. Definitely, definitely. Uh, but Michigan, one the number one seeds are taking those. Number two seeds are taking theirs too. I couldn't I couldn't find a team in that 15 slot that had. I always look for uh, teams that either shoot the ball well, play, and I think three things. If you're a lower seed team below like the 13, either you shoot the ball really really well, 
you, you you shoot the ball really well. You have good defense, and you have a post player taller than six nine. Okay. Typically, if if uh, undersized teams, they might shoot it really well. Um, UMBC was the exception to this that I can think of, and um, that Middle Tennessee team that beat Michigan State was one of my favorite tournament teams of all time because they won their game next year and was were close to going to the Sweet 16 twice. But otherwise, a lot of these undersized teams just get pounded to death when the time gets when the time gets down to it. That's kind of what happened to Bradley against Michigan State. They had um, they had their guys working inside who were just too much. So none of the 15 seeds make it two seeds in there. Um, then back to the top of the bracket, I had Oklahoma over Missouri, uh, Wisconsin beating North Carolina. That the Carolina team, when I've seen them, even with um, what's my man's name, Leaky. I can't think of his last name. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's a nice looking player, but um, I uh, as an eight seed, I don't think they're like Kentucky or those other teams who get the like the eight seed and then just are are under. Underranked, underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, I did pick Georgia Tech over Loyola just because of the fact that Georgia Tech beat Florida State twice this season. And that really stands out to me. Like they beat Virginia Tech, which is a good win. They beat Clemson, which is a good win. And they beat Syracuse. But they beating Florida State twice this season when this is one of the best Florida State teams that we've seen under Leonard, Ham- Leonard Hamilton means means something to me. So uh, Loyola is a solid team. Like I said, they got a solid coach. They are probably um, they're probably undervalued, even as an eight seed. Yeah, I think I uh, think they were underseeded. They 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 could have been a, about a six or so. It was a weird season when the Missouri Valley, like um, Bradley had a lot of people out, so their competition was was bad. They had a COVID um, postponement. I think um, Drake at one point had to postpone games. Um, I think Northern Iowa had to postpone games too. Yeah. So I mean, they didn't you, get it. You had, you had that in a lot of the, of the conferences. The thing, but you, the thing is with, uh, you know, everybody talk about they love Ken Palm. Kempom got him at right. ninth in the country. I saw that, yeah. So, and yeah. I think it was Ricky O'Donnell tweeted out that NCAA hates Ken Palm because he was one of the the people, uh, the the sports oh, the media personalities who sure. was really upset that they got put to the, you know for that potential second round matchup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard to bet against Ken Palm. I, if I should have put, a, I should have pulled it up, paid whatever the fee is. But I still, I still really do like Georgia Tech in that one. If I'm surprised, I'm surprised. But that's fine. <laughs> it make it make it easier to root fella knowing the second round. And that was part of it too. <laughs> um, I was gonna take the Bonnies and St. Bonaventure uh, because they've been interesting a couple years now. But LSU, that Southeastern Conference is it's like the it's like the the Big Twelve in football season. They run and gun it to death. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I got Alabama at the bottom half of the bracket taking a run too. They they say they shoot more threes. They they shoot threes like a protein. Like, and that's that's nuts. So they ooh, will you say that? Like Michigan was number one in the conference for most of the season, um, outside of Illinois. But man, uh, 
<laughs> when you get a team like that that can run and and shoot the three really well, especially in this in this day and age, that eight one might be Michigan's undoing. Which one of these number ones got to lose at some point? Uh, either way, I, I got Colorado over Georgetown because I checked their stats. Uh, the Pac-12 was was lightweight decent this year, but everybody seems to be at least the the um, the ESPN rankings seem to be high on Colorado, and they beat some teams who would be normally favored. Yeah, Bella, Bella said, "Stay away from like you know everybody is like Georgetown is trending too much." Essentially, is what he said. So. I think it's just because they're a name. Like, I, yeah. lo- I love Patrick, and I'm glad they won the tournament. But I think in a normal year, Georgetown has been about – they've been Reggie. They've been real Reginald. <laughs> yeah, um, they have. They, they've been, they, they ain't even been Reggie. They've been skunk for the past <laughs> few years, man. They've been some dirt weed. And so you got some teams who, who kind of got in in a weird, weird year. Um, yep. So I got Colorado there. Florida State over Greensboro, uh, BYU uh, over the Michigan State UCLA game. I want to. I'm going to be interested to see how that goes. Same with the other 11-11 because I picked the uh, winner of that over USC. Um, Texas beat Abilene Christian. Maryland. I had UConn for a second, and then I doubled back and picked Maryland. And so let me just fill out the rest of the East. Michigan beats LSU to make the Sweet 16. Then Colorado meets them after beating Florida State, which is kind of surprising to me even. Uh, Texas beats BYU and then Alabama to meet them after they they knock out Maryland. Michigan, Texas in the Elite Eight. And I I still don't know. I might look at that one for a long time. Because Shock is just... Shaka and Texas have been disappointing, but they were ranked number four this year. This is the best squad he's had. Yeah, and were, he's the solid coach. They were ranked pretty high, and they, I, I, whenever I've seen them play, I've mostly seen them play Baylor and Oklahoma State, and like they just they've had some wars in that Big Twelve, so I, they may be ready for the tournament, particularly. That's the thing. I feel like they could go either way. Like Shaka could lose in the second round. Or he could beat Michigan and make the Final Four. Like they, it's just based on history. Uh, but I'm still gonna. I'll look at that for a long time coming. Um, I, 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 I still think they need livers to get to the Final Four. If they, if he don't come back soon enough, it's it's gonna be trouble for them. Okay. And it's funny. Second it's weird. They didn't, even, they didn't even mention him in this in this uh, little blurb. Uh, so Illinois over Georgia Tech, uh, Oklahoma State beats Oregon State, West Virginia over San Diego State. Uh, no disrespect to Kawhi <laughs> and Houston uh, with their Houston's kind of gunning for it. They they who was my man who was in Houston? Rob. Um, those last those when they were ranked like number three and got shocked in the upset. But this is their time. This is Houston's time to make it make a run, so I think they meet Illinois in that regional final and just don't have enough. But that'll be really solid for Houston. Uh, they beat West Virginia and Clemson in the top half in the South. Baylor to uh, Baylor to meet Wisconsin. Uh, I got Winthrop over Villanova because Jay Wright had his year. Otherwise, you never pick Jay Wright. 
You just don't do it. Uh, and Winthrop seemed like I checked their their roster. They had that combination of elite scoring and a tall, uh, at least one tall player that plays significant minutes. So I think they're the surprise. They're the one five twelve who wins, uh, but I don't think they can hang with Purdue. Um, that was the thing. Isaac Isaac Harms' brother, the super tall kid who was on the Purdue team with Carson Edwards. Oh, his yeah. brother. His brother's at BYU. So that's another reason that I like them to at least win their first round matchup and maybe that second one because he's not necessarily as good as his brother in terms of just being a, a giant dude inside the paint who's got some touch, but he's decent and he's going to alter some shots. So if unless they have somebody who can contend with him and uh, pick up the outside scoring defense, then B, that's why I think BYU might take that. But back up in the south, um, Utah State over Texas Tech, don't know too much, but Utah State had some um, – the blurb said don't sleep on them. They beat San Diego State twice, and they uh, lost to BYU by three. Those are quality games. I know Texas Tech is in that Big 12, which was really, really nice this year, but Baylor also, uh, Texas Tech also lost to Texas, uh, Kansas twice. And this is, not a, this is not a great Kansas team. So I take that I'll take that Utah State upset and then they lose to Arkansas, Ohio State against Virginia Tech and Ohio State wins that one and I got Arkansas meeting Baylor in the regional final. I need to take some time and do some research before I pick that one on the other side. Gonzaga goes all the way through um, beating Oklahoma and Creighton and uh, Creighton over Santa Barbara, Oklahoma, Missouri. Oklahoma gets that. And Creighton over Virginia, that super slow Virginia team, it's a toss-up. It, it really is a toss-up. So I could I could come back tomorrow and say that they'll beat uh, they'll beat Creighton, but I'll take Creighton at this moment. Uh, whichever whichever team wins in the Wichita Drake game beats USC and then loses to Kansas and Oregon over VCU um, and Iowa beats them. To meet Kansas and it's Gonzaga, Iowa in that regional final. So I've, I've got my one final four team, and the other three matchups are Gonzaga, Iowa, Baylor, Arkansas, and Michigan, Colorado. This could really be, you know, this really could be a chalk year where all the one team, one seeds make it because, like I said, it's a weird year. We we have the disadvantage of not having seen much, even though I know y'all watch way more than I did. But we, you know, you don't get those Pac-12 or West Coast smaller conference uh, games. And even though it's weird to see Colorado at the top of the Pac-12, by all rights, they are supposed to be there. So I don't yeah. think it's a stretch to say that they could, um, that they could or should beat those teams that they've been, they've been playing against. That Florida State-Colorado should be a good, a really good game um, if they both make it. Right. It's a, yeah. it's a lot of it's a lot of interesting variables going on this year, and like like you said, you know some of the some of the smaller schools we don't know much about, but a, a lot of the bigger schools are lower seeded this year than they would be in other years. So you, it's like, you know, what do you base what are you basing the quality on? Is it what players? Is it the players do you have, or is it the competition that they face? You know, uh, there's there's also been a lot less uh, 
uh, a lot less of uh, of the interconference games happening this year. The right. you know the uh, yeah, the, the pre you know the, the pre conference games. There was a lot less of those this year, so you didn't get as much of you. You can't say as much like uh, one team from the Big Twelve face team from the Big Ten. How many of those teams face each other, and how many teams one over the other, or whatever? Or Big East teams against SCC or ACC against Pac twelve. You know you you have a lot less of those games. So yeah, it, it, it's it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. The one thing, um, I don't know if y'all read this, but Rembert Brown did a Chappelle show tournament bracket way back, and I, I read it every single year because it was one, it was really good. Two, the way he broke everything down um, in terms of the best sketches on the show was fantastic. But once he got to the Sweet 16, he said it wasn't about which one was funnier, it was about which one had more cultural impact. And it's kind of the same for the tournament. Once you get to the Sweet 16, Elite Eight, it's not about scoring or defense. It's, you know, you look at close games. So you check the teams who have a lot of fouls, who get into foul trouble the most, and those teams that can shoot free throws the best. And that was um, that Texas and one of those matchups where it was Texas versus Alabama, both of them shot it like 70% from the line. So that's not really conducive to closing out a game. So I, you really, really check those teams who are not guaranteed to miss, like, like Ohio State, which seems to have solid free throw shooting year in, year out. Mm. Um, like those other big conference schools who you, that you see uh, shoot, shoot the ball well from, from the free throw line. I think that's the one knock against – a school like Baylor and Scott Drew's been there unless if I know he got caught up in something, so I don't remember if he's still there. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, he's, he's, uh, yeah, he's there. He's there. Okay. I gotta check it, but Baylor, I think historically hasn't shot from the free throw line that well, even though they were, they, they are objectively great. You know, it's just something is something to take a look at. <laughs> okay. I, they say, are you are yeah, you 69%. ready? Sixty nine percent. Damn, sixty nine. Uh, that that may be round average though, because I think if you get to that eighty range or something, you you're pretty great as a team. So they're they're like just below um, the they're probably like the forty fifth percentile, the two hundred twenty first, and I think there's three hundred. Keep taking this quiz on this on the site. How many teams there are in Division One? They're like three sixty or something like that. It's a crazy number. It's a lot, yeah. Because there's so many schools that have basketball programs, don't have football, or or like, or they got football, but they won double A or something like that. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, are, are you ready to pick the rest of your final four? Or you need some more time. <laughs> well, me? Yeah. Man, I'll take the chalk, man. Um, except for. Is Michigan in the same uh, comp- Michigan in the same bracket with Baylor, or is that crazy? no? Mi- Michigan and Baylor both number ones. Yeah, give me Michigan. Uh, I can't see Gonzaga losing to Iowa, even as good as Iowa is. You know what? I'll take Iowa in that. 
Just be, uh, they they played Illinois real tough. That but that uh the thing there. about Iowa is they may go crazy if they go cra- they'd have to go crazy shooting from outside and um, and they got that man Bohan and they can do it. Yeah. So they they'd have to really like have like a a, a Villanova in eighty five game or something against uh, Georgetown like because they don't play much defense so. You know, and uh, I don't know, the Garza, like you said, Garza had trouble with Kofi. Kofi, Like, Gonzaga could throw, like, three or four guys at him, like Timmy and – Did they – Gonzaga's got some big guys? Yeah, they got got, got that Timmy guy and um, the guy – my man was the the headband. I forget his name. But, uh, yeah, they got some players. But, you know – these guys are big, but they—he's got—he's like two seventy-five. Yeah, they're not bigger than uh, than Garza, but they're athletic. Oh, okay, but I—I I like that pick though. If if they if if I would get that far, you know why not? Like I say, I'm I'm willing to go with any Big Ten team. Just about. Uh, I mean, it's hard to pick against Gonzaga, but you know, any you put any Big Ten team in a stressful situation, I'm. I'm willing to say that they could at least hang, you know. Not that's maybe, you know, they'll at least hang, like, like I said. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So you got, you say you got chalk in the final four today. 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 <laughs> but like I said, you'll have to, you'll have to, you'll have to have it set until Friday <laughs> if you, you know, if you want to be considered for the prizes and stuff. But, yeah, uh, everybody out there, don't forget the tournament starts on Friday this year. Right, right, and yeah, and and you don't have to worry about playing games. Like you, if if you're in a if you're in a thing and they say the playing games need to, you have to get them in for the playing games. You know, that's not a good that's not a good look for for a group. But uh, yeah, we can leave it at that. We can leave it at that. I'm glad you uh glad to get you guys on the record with your picks. And we'll see how how things go, but uh, this this is gonna be our only show for the week uh, as far as running goes. And um, tomorrow, Josh is gonna have a special live uh, in the scope. Uh, tell him about that a little bit, Josh. Yeah, I'm gonna have Ricky O'Donnell and the Kenneth Davis on my show talking. You know, all things March Madness. Uh, Ricky O'Donnell's exclusive interview with Io. Um, and just talking about everything, March Madison. I, I'm gonna give Ken a little bit of a chance to go, you know, a wall on what the Bears are doing since he's the new host of that Under Center podcast now. So I'm gonna give him a little bit of a space for him to go ranting on that. But other than that, man, <laughs> it's gonna be a it's gonna be a March Madness uh, a March Madness type of show with some two with two people that know, you know, that know their stuff for college basketball. So it's about to be it's about to be a pretty crazy show. Well, the Bears trying to make. Make it March sadness, you know. Unfortunately, yeah. So, <laughs> and we yeah got to got to hear from Ken about uh, doing under center, which uh, we're all proud of here uh, on uh, on war. So, uh, it's been great to great to see him do his thing there. You can subscribe to that on uh, on YouTube and, and listen and watch those podcasts where they do them every Monday, but they did an emergency one on the. The Andy Dalton signing, so that's that came out today, so you could check that out as well. But uh, yeah, and, and like uh, 
I've been looking at, you know, I, I don't want to, you don't want to do this typically, but I was looking at some of the comments uh, on YouTube and uh, there's a couple stragglers like, they, and people be asking like, oh, where's JJ? Like, if you if you like JJ so much, you 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 would know that he's got a new job. So what's he's working? He's writing on the Colts now. Why would he be still doing the Bears podcast? Freaking idiots, man! <laughs> <laughs> man, it's just you know the society, man. People always gotta throw darts, man. I just yeah. complain for no reason, like you know. Ken, Ken is better than you, so why just, <laughs> just be quiet and listen to the podcast? Yeah, everybody everybody brings something different, man. That's 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 the fun of it. Like JJ was cool, JJ was great, him and Cam. But like I told Ken, like it's awesome seeing, like you just said, Ken having him on there, listening to him, and you know, shoot the shit with everybody on there and, and give his opinions and everybody giving their opinions on everything. He brings a different flavor to it, man. You just gotta appreciate, like right, yeah. And you know, and you know, uh, the, what the thing people don't know how hard he's worked to get a, mm -hmm. an opportunity like that. So you know, when I being that I know, I feel a certain way when I see something like that. But, you know, the average person doesn't know, but yeah. they should know that he's worked hard to get to that position. And uh, you know, if you work hard and devote yourself, maybe you can get a similar position. Just don't hate on somebody who did it mm -hmm. on now. But uh, that's it, though. For uh, like I said that's gonna be Josh's show tomorrow. I'll also be on live after that. With uh, typically I do in the building on Wednesday or Tuesday or Wednesday, but I'm doing it tomorrow with uh, my man David Evans. So watch out for that as well. Uh, and um, that'll be it. Like I say that'll be it for us live this week on War. Uh, we also have uh. Sid and Lakina, I'll try to have them go over their brackets on Second City Sports Weekend Edition, and we'll be back next week. Uh, should be on our regular Thursday position. Uh, I, when I got a guest set up, I think I, uh, this will be pretty fun. Uh, Justin Husong is uh, the community strategist for Halftime Sports, which is a pretty cool a uh, pretty cool app. I think Drew, you've been on there. Uh, a app for basketball enthusiasts. Uh, people just sh you know share all types of media on there and do uh, in-depth discussions. You know, sh uh, sh you know, sort of you know, you know, sort of like a, a just a, a exclusive safe space for for hoop heads. You know, without all the the silliness that you make it on other platforms and stuff. It's a pretty cool site. We're gonna we'll learn more about it next week though with Justin and um get back to our regular scheduled uh discussions on the NBA and everything and talk about uh whether you know how the first week of we'll get into a, a, how the first week went with the tournament as well. So see how our picks shape up. <laughs> but uh yeah. That's it for now, though. Guys, thanks for joining me on short notice and uh, doing your thing with the brackets. Good luck. And like I said, the the, the money will be there. I'll, I'll keep at least – I'll keep that 100 of, available for us at the end of the tournament. So uh, 
you know, you you guys will you guys will have something if if you do well. You know, so that's that'll be it for now though. Uh, Running with war, we are radio.com War on Anchor, War on YouTube, War Ready on Substack. You get to read Drew. It's pretty much been the Drew show so far. We, I need to get so I need to get get back on my writing thing and uh, get some. If you're interested in, in you know contributing, you know holler at us. You know, uh, young writers uh, of all shapes and sorts. If you got an interest, especially in Chicago sports, you know holler at me. I'll, you know, I, I'm uh, be like Christopher Walken in King of New York. I'll, Meet me at the Plaza Hotel. I'll give you a job. <laughs> but uh, that's it for now. Again, fellas, thank you for convening. Good luck and enjoy the tournament. And we'll get back with you guys next week. And speaking of BYU, sorry to cut that off. Um, so I'll keep Sean Bradley in your thoughts, man. All right. Yes. Oh. Good. Yeah. Good. Good stuff, Chris. That's. Yeah, definitely keep keep Sean Bradley your thoughts. He was uh paralyzed in a car accident. Uh definitely was a guy who, you know, was pretty prominent in in you know, for us uh, for those of us who came of age in the nineties watching NBA, you know, uh was a you know, not you know, not an all time great player, but definitely a guy we remember from back in the day and you know, definitely a sad story hearing about him being paralyzed, so yeah, definitely uh, our thoughts and prayers are with him and his family. Uh, glad, uh, appreciate you mentioning that, Chris. Anything else you got on you guys got on your mind? Any any other updates, Drew? Uh, nah, 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 nah. No other updates. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll see next week if some more if some more moves come across in the next week. Hope you know we'll see if, if there's any more roster shakeups. You know, Bulls Bulls have their roster shakeups. They're trying to get a third straight win tonight. So uh, we'll we'll have some more uh, clarity on on the recent moves and see how they're working out. But it, it looks like it may be a positive thing so far. You know, benching uh, Kobe and and uh, and and Carter. You know, uh, Wendell. You know, so we'll see how that that goes continuing in next week. But yeah. anyway, I won't hold you guys any longer. Uh, this is Running With War, and uh, in the meantime, we'll keep bouncing. We'll see y'all next week.